Good day, everyone. This is Indie Mixtape, where we give you a monthly playlist of indie games. I'm your host, Monty, here joined by my precious co-host, Caitlin. Hello, hello. <laughs> and today we have a familiar face. We have Jess. Hi there. All right. So a couple, is it, was it a couple months ago? Holy shit. Um, <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, it was <laughs> like March. A month ago, yeah. End of March. Oh. Oh my gosh, but yeah, you guys went to PAX East. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to go because I got sick, but I was able to meet you guys for that night, and that was so much fun. It was, um, it was a magical night. It was. <laughs> oh, it was so good. But yeah, yeah. Did you guys have fun at PAX East? Yeah, I had a blast. It was, um, it was a lot. It was my first time ever going to a PAX. So Me too. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, I forgot. Caitlin, yeah, it's yours too um but it was fun was it also both of your first times in boston yeah yep how'd you guys like it i really liked boston i thought it was a really like i only really got to like explore um i guess monday was the day that we kind of did walking Mm -hmm. around and a little bit sunday night i think but mostly monday um but i really liked it i wish that i could have gotten to see more yeah, kind of same. We didn't have as much time for like sightseeing stuff as I would have wanted, but it was still fun. Yeah, it's a fun city. You guys came out like a really good weather time too. Usually the PAX East are like cold. There's like one day that's snowing, and no, I think it was like seventy sixties the whole weekend. Yeah, it was. It was really good weather. The only time anything happened, I think, was like, of course, the day we were walking around, it fucking rained. But other than that, oh, yeah, I forgot about mm-hmm. that. Oh yeah, wait. Was that was that Saturday? Uh, Sunday night. Oh okay. Oh poopy. Yeah, Sunday night it rained. Um, gosh, I'm trying to think. Uh, there was one day that was like super windy too. It was the day that I wore my cosplay. So it was that Saturday. Saturday. Oh, you guys were in, yeah. You guys were in Seaport. You guys were gonna catch that wind no matter how like how hard you guys would have wanted to avoid it. The wind is like super strong there. I was wearing like the world's shortest skirt. It barely covered anything standing, and then with that wind, I was just like, <laughs> "Dear Lord, help me!" <laughs> oh. oh, well. I hope you guys had fun regardless. That's like one of my favorite cons ever. It's really great. And all, like, the parties are really fun, and the people could be really sweet, too, when they want to be. Yeah, no, it was, I met a lot of really cool people. It was fun. I made a lot of That's Citizen good. Arrested gamers. It was fun. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of gamers to bring to jail there, definitely. Round them up. Yeah, for this month, uh, we're going to be talking about indie games that you guys have played. Um, what was the mutual games that you guys played together? So we both played After Party mm-hmm. from Night School Games, who are the people who made Oxenfree. Oh, that's right. Oh, I love that studio. <laughs> we also both played uh, Get in the Car Loser. That's true. Yeah, that was. Is that a game? Oh, I thought you were like, you thought you were like doing a bit. Holy shit. <laughs> no, no. no, it's a game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's uh, <laughs> okay. what Love Conquers All Games. Yeah. And they're the people who uh, who made Lady Killer in a Bind. Yes. Oh, sweet. Okay, awesome. All right, so let's start off with the after party. What can you guys tell me? You guys told me it was from night school. What is really 
the story for it? So it's it's another it's it's the same kind of style that Oxen Free was, but the story that you get from the demo that we got to play was like you're you play as these two kids and you alternate between them and they're like teenagers again and you're at a bar in hell and you're talking to this demon and you're trying to get her to help you get out of hell but um you're at a birthday party and she's kind of like dealing with other people and talking to other people so you kind of get left to your own devices for a while and she goes upstairs so to be able to talk to her you have to follow her upstairs but there's a guy guarding the door because it's a private party so you have to figure out how to get upstairs and the bar serves drinks that have different effects on like conversation um Ooh. yeah and so like if you drink the more of the drink you drink the more fucked up you get but the more you also like the longer the effect lasts um And you can switch out what drink you have by going to the bar at any point. And so it's just kind of like, it's kind of an adventure game. And you're just trying to figure out, like, how to get up to the bar to talk to your, like, demon acquaintance. Um, Oh, my God. And it's worth, like, this is probably, like, implied, but worth noting, like, each of the drinks basically unlocks, like, new dialogue trees. Um, So, like, if you drink something that makes you more flirty, you might have more flirty options. If you drink something that makes you, like, more pissed off, you're going to have, you know, it's it's like the usual, like, effects that you would get with alcohol or, like, something that might make you more sad or, you know, introspective. I don't know. But it's it's stuff like that. And, like, based on what you drink, you're going to be more of one of those things. And it changes, like, kind of how you can interact with your environment. Okay. Are the drinks based on real drinks or are they made up names within like that own universe? They're, as far as I can tell, they're made up. And also it makes it interesting because you can't really tell like what, what it's going to do until it's doing it. Yeah, exactly. I was going to be like, oh, well, an angry drink would be like whiskey and like mm. a fun drink would be like vodka. So I'm like, okay, so they keep you they keep you on your toes. That's cool. Yeah, well, they also have like, since it's hell, they all have like really fucked up names. Um, oh, no. Like what? Do you guys remember some of them? Just, do you remember any of them? God, I don't. I remember. So like you play beer pong at one point, but instead of it being beer pong, it's blood pong. It's like yeah. stuff like that. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. You have to drink blood if you miss oh does does that have like an effect on your health your time what does it do it it makes you drunk so like as you're playing it you have to uh shoot the the ball obviously with like accuracy to get them in the cups um and if you start missing it just spirals downwards because then you have to start drinking and your accuracy gets shittier and it makes your screen kind of wobbly oh that's so fun oh i think i like that um i had fun yeah, that sounds like a ton of fun. All right. Cool, cool. So what was kind of the gameplay for that one? Um, it's like walking sim adventure gamey. It's it's super, super similar to Oxen Free. Yeah, it's it's I think very similar. The only real difference is like the drink mechanic. Um mm-hmm. other than that, like it is that same walking around, like dialogue options, um, to kind of like trying to poke around and find what's gonna get you through a door or like let you talk to somebody oh okay is it the same kind of art style too like it kind of looks like 2d and it looks a little bit more 3d i would say yeah a little more 3d than um oxen free but it's still that it's still 2d as far as like how you walk 
Yeah, and um, it's still that, okay. It's like it's like that same art style. It's just like if someone made that art style more three D. Oh, okay, nice. It was really cool though. I got to talk to one of like I think the lead actually on the art, and I don't remember her last name, but her name's Claire, and she was incredibly sweet and just just super fun to talk to. But like one of the first things that I said after I finished is I was like, God, the art is just so good. I'm like, it's like almost kind of gorillas ish feeling like the band. And she was like, that's so Ooh. what I was going for. And it made me feel awesome. And she's like, I'm so glad that you got that because like they totally inspired some of how this looks. And I'm like, OK, I totally feel that. It's like that's what I would kind of say, like for the art. It reminds me of like gorillas art. Um, oh, that's neat. yeah. Just it's kind of like that almost like melancholy but like neon I, I don't know it's it's cool it's it's a it's a it's a really cool like vibe okay that's that's me i like that a lot uh all right cool cool is there anything else that you guys would want to say about the game um it has pretty extensive voice acting yeah. i think i think there's like a lot of people who are tied to it um and uh it's 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 fun like i i really liked it 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 feels i don't know i, I want to play it more because it's hard to kind of judge you know everything off of a 10 minute demo i really like the demo though i want to play more yeah. of it i'm excited i'm gonna buy it when it comes out Yeah, me too um, i'm really very intrigued by like the story it set up and like i think that it flirts with being a little bit too like try hard edgy but it doesn't quite cross that line so i'm hopeful yeah. okay that that's good to not do that the okay. biggest bummer to me with this game would be like if it ended up being something like um Monster Prom, which Monster Prom I was excited about and it kind of st it played with that like macabre sort of like premise, you know? Mm -hmm. But like sometimes Monster Prom just like goes too far for me. Um, yeah. And so I'm hoping it doesn't stumble into that issue. Yeah, fingers crossed. I'm seeing like I'm looking up the game. I'm looking there on their Twitter, which if you guys are interested in knowing listeners, it's uh, at Night Schoolers, and it looks really like fun. It looks nice. It looks really neat. I really like the the overtones of the lighting. Mm -hmm. It just looks really fun. Oh, nice. Oh, this is really exciting. Yeah, it was something that was, it was so cool that Claire was there because like immediately after playing, like that was the thing that stuck with me is like, damn, whoever did the art is like real great. And then I turn around and she's there and I'm and I was like, oh, the arts. And she's like, oh, I actually like that's that's me. And I was just like, oh, holy shit. OK, well, you know, you're the person I want to talk to then because it was really good. <laughs> oh, that's so good. Oh, I'm so happy that you guys had like a nice, like mutual, like fun experience with this game. Yeah, it was cool. We also got, like, kids uh, and shot glasses from that. Yeah, I gave oh, us shot glasses. I can't fucking believe that. That's a great freebie. I love it. <laughs> I'll take a picture of mine and we can post it on the Instagram when this posts. Because I have Oh it. my god, yeah, please. Oh, please. I want to see it. Cool, cool. Alright, and then what was the other game that you guys played that you mentioned earlier? Uh, we both played Get in the Car mm -hmm. Loser. Okay, do you guys just want to, like, talk a little bit about that, too? I, I don't mind at all. Do you yeah. want to, Caitlin? Okay, sure. Okay. So what's the story behind that one? And what studio was it from? So it's from Love Conquers All Games, which if you're familiar, that's Christine Love's studio. Um, and sh they did uh, Lady Killer in a Bind. They've done a few other games, but Lady Killer in the Bind is the most recent one, um, which is like an erotic visual novel. And so Get in the Car Loser is a, like, turn-based JRPG-style game. 
Um, and it's set in like a modern fantasy world. So there's like magic mm-hmm. and shit, but also cars. Um, mm-hmm. and the whole premise is like you play as this like very like kind of anxious, nervous goth sorceress whose best friend is just like this incredibly overconfident like kind of warrior girl and her boyfriend is like this non-binary just like cool punching person and they all take a road trip because the friend has stolen a magical sword of great power and uh you're kind of on the run as you're trying to deal with it because you're gonna go like slay this giant evil monster um I love it. and so it's like a road trip game also um is that it did i cover everything jess i think that was honestly a great summary way better than i could have done so. <laughs> um but it's great like all the characters are have a ton of personality there is we only got to see three of the characters in the demo they had at pax there is another one that they've advertised but she's not in the demo that we played mm-hmm. anyway um, but all of them are, like, really stylish and cool looking, and the whole thing is, like, pixel art, but, like, pretty highly rendered pixel art, and it's got, like, a very pastel kind of color palette. Um, and, like, all the characters are really well written and, like, funny, and it does a good job of capturing, like, a lot of, like, gay dynamics <laughs> that are very funny. Um, oh, nice. Yeah. It's super, super gay. Like, it's, like, the gayest game I've probably ever played in my life. <laughs> oh, sweet. All right, so can you go a little bit more in-depth about the game mechanics in it? Only because I'm just, like, a little confused. I'm seeing pictures right now, and it looks really fun. But how does it play? So once you get started on the actual road trip part, you're driving, mm-hmm. and you have to, like... and I feel like a dumbass because one of the devs had to tell me how to advance... Because there's, like, when you're driving the car, you have to, like, push a button or click or, like, whatever you're, like whatever platform you're on to get the car mm-hmm. to keep going. And I didn't realize that. So I was just sitting there driving for forever. And one of the tests was like, oh, you have to push the button. And I was like, oh, okay, great. <laughs> um, but so each lane of the road that you're on will have fights that come up. And it'll tell you, like, how far away from you they are and, like, how many. I think it tells you how many enemies there are going to be. And, like, if you're under leveled for it, it'll tell you that, too. And so to engage in the fight, you have to move into the lane that you want to be in. And then once you hit the fight, it'll start and there's like these monsters that you have to fight. And then it's like a turn-based JRPG kind of style game. Um, That's so cool. Yeah, and then you also have to deal with like gassing up the car and like powering up your characters and stuff. Um, And there's like little cutscenes in between where they like talk to each other and stuff oh that's so neat oh this is a really cute i really like the colors in this game right. and just like the pixel art is so so cool ah oh this feels like my type of game i, I know i don't play normally it. like jrpg style <laughs> games but i do i did really enjoy the only thing about this and i don't know if jess if you felt the same way but like it was the demo was a little bit too long i think I completely agree. That was actually one thing I was going to mention is uh, with this one, I actually didn't finish it. Like I had every intention to like, I was like, oh, okay, I have like a free like 20 something minutes, but I, um, I started playing it and I was like, 
I don't have time. <laughs> I got I got to get going because like it just kept, it felt like it kind of started dragging there at the end. How long was uh, it? Like a thirty minute demo? It, I don't know because I didn't finish it either. It would just like kept going. Oh shit! And going and it? going and then like it kind of felt like it was to its detriment because it only had yeah. the same like three kinds of enemies in it. So you were just like doing the mm-hmm. same fight basically over and over again, but just with like different numbers of enemies. Interesting. Okay, that's funky. Yes. Yeah, I. I kind of experienced the sort of same thing at last year's. Uh, was it last year? Yes, it was last year's. We, me and my friend Amy, we played a game called Stay, which is a puzzle indie game, which is really cool. A little bit sad, um, but it was really fun. But that demo was about 40 minutes. Jeez. Like we got through the demo because it was Sunday. It was the last game and the creators were there. They're really cool. They were just really excited watching us play. So we're just like, I guess we got to finish it now um but yeah it was fucking 40 minutes i was like oh this is this is a whole game yeah it's like i think that like maybe the demo like maybe they weren't planning for like how long the combat was gonna run Mm -hmm. so like maybe they had like 20 minutes of like content or something like that but just with all the battles that just kept happening it added so much time um but yeah I, I ended up not finishing it. i got to like the first rest stop um and i you know i went to the gas station and like bought stuff and uh filled up the car and then then i left and i was like this is just more battles i basically get the gist of this i feel like i'm comfortable with like understanding what this game at its like core is so i'm gonna walk away <laughs> yeah that was pretty much okay how I felt cool too. so i'm hoping that like once it's out and it's more of a finished product it'll be sure they'll have fixed that okay yeah all right yeah regardless so this game looks really fun the colors are really fun the enemies look really creative and for listeners who want to kind of catch up on this really fun game i couldn't find uh love conquers all like twitter but there is christine loves twitter which is at christine love yeah i'll put the game site in the episode description too well thank you Yeah, let's dive into these uh, funky games that you guys played at PAX East. Heck yeah. All right, who wants to go first? Uh, Jess is our guest. Do you want to go first? Sure, I will go first. Um, I'm trying to think of the games that I want to talk about uh, because I played quite a few. Um, Okay, I guess the the next one that I'm going to go into then is uh, Half Past Fate, if you guys want to talk about that a little. Yeah, Yeah, sure. Uh, So Half Past Fate um pulling up my my notes right now uh was actually a lot of fun okay so i thought when i first saw half past fate that it was going to be a dating sim and i'm gonna pull up this on steam because i want to know the name of the dev and stuff like that i forget right now uh serenity forge that's right so serenity forge is the dev uh published by way down deep and i it looks when you see it like it it's going to be a dating sim is is kind of what i thought at least um, but it's actually about three relationships that form throughout the game. It's almost in like the way that the, uh, I guess he's the actual, um, oh my gosh, why can I not think of the word right now? Um, the, the head person at Serenity Forge. Um, I talked to him and, uh, he said it's, it's kind of inspired by love actually a little bit. Ooh, in that, the movie? Yeah, it's, yes. Um, oh, and that okay. it's like telling a story. So I thought that was really cool. Um, but 
it's uh i think there he said there's 12 levels um but every character that you encounter in the game is connected to somebody else so like you might have you have like these six main characters who all kind of get together but like one of them might have a sister who you know and that sister is dating the person who the other person broke up with and then like you know there might be like a lawyer who's working on a case and it turns out the case is for like the bookstore that this person owns you know what i mean like it's like one of those type things where every like character you meet all of these little people are all connected oh it sounds um, like and you don't... small town drama yeah and you don't find out until the very end all of the connections apparently oh my god um, yeah, so it's it's pretty cute. Um, there are some time jumps in it. Um, he's like I think some relationships take place like in the game. I think so. There's three main ones that you watch. Like one of them takes place over one day. One of them is like eight weeks, and the other one is like a year or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's it's interesting. Um, he he mentioned like something that was really important to him, and why I think it's cool to talk about it on this show too is like diversity. Uh, was incredibly important. He, I think, he said that almost all of the characters are from immigrated families, which was important to their studio because I think most of them are also from uh, immigrant families. Um, that's yeah, so it's, neat. It's, it's supposed to come out um this fall. Um, and it's gonna be for sure on PC. And uh, he's like, and maybe something else. And I was like, this would be a really fun game to play on Switch. And he kind of smiled and was like, yeah, it would be, wouldn't it? Oh, so, <laughs> I like um, that. <laughs> yeah, he he was a super super sweet guy. Um, but we we talked about it for a while. I, I got to play the game. Um, and the demo was pretty fun. There were a few things where um he like he even kind of admitted this he's like okay he's like i'm gonna tell you this because this is kind of convoluted and we realize this is convoluted and we're changing it um he's like but it's similar to um how we talked about after party where you like you have like this main objective and you have to find ways to kind of interact with the environment to like get through that so i like the in the demo that i played um your person is running late for work and is going to a coffee shop and their goal is to like get to the just like make the line move and get to the front so there's like four people in front of you and each person's complaining about something different and you have to kind of like one person's like i just need creamer and you have to go and you can like find creamer and you can bring them creamer so it'll get out of line um and then there's like one person who like their car is about to be towed so you have to go outside and notice their car is going to be towed and then tell them um that's fun yeah it's it's pretty cool so you have to kind of look around but there was this one thing where like i guess you have to give this guy like something that you can recycle and you have to go to this one kind of weird area of the map and pick up a bottle and bring it to him and he's like no one's been able to find this i'm just gonna tell you he's like but we're fixing it because like we've noticed it's kind of you know like out there and nobody's thinking of it Mm. but um it was cool it was it's fun oh that sounds like a nice like cozy game i'm seeing kind of the so a little bit of the gameplay and it kind of reminds me more of like a I don't know how to explain it but more of like a movie stardew but with like less pixels I guess it looks yeah. really yeah it looks really fun I like the art of this yeah it has cute art the color scheme is kind of bright um almost pastel-y but not like fully committed to being pastel but kind of more like that yeah um and I would say, like, yeah, a more it's it's not like as pixely as Stardew. Like, you still have like the kind of like nice, I don't know, the nice like avatar art, but like the actual like you're not like a little pixel guy when you move around. You you have more shape in that. Other than that, yeah, 
All right, cool, cool. Well, thank you so much. This sounds like a very Yeah, fun game. I loved it. I thought it was super great. And like just the studio seems incredibly nice too. So I really wanted to talk about them. Oh, yeah, no. So uh, we love talking about an indie studio. We love them so much. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Caitlin, what, what game do you have on your list? I have the world next door, which <laughs> is a video game. Um, who's I wanted it? to Who's play that one. The art is so cool. Yeah. The art is so good. Okay, so this game is kind of funky. It's like a visual novel that also has match three elements in the actual gameplay. Um, Interesting. and it also kind of wants to be an RPG a little bit. It's kind of weird. Um, but so the art is incredible. Like, I love the art so, so much. Um, and so the whole concept is, like, it's a different world that seems kind of inspired by, like, multiple different, um, world mythologies. Um, but so basically, and there's, like, a prequel comic that they gave out at PAX to read to kind of understand the story, but basically, like, in the, the world, there's, like, a world of magic and then, like, the human world, and there's, like, a gate between them, and there's this festival... every like i don't even remember how often it happens but there's a festival where um a human can win a raffle to go over to the other world to the um the magic world for like a day and so you play as a character who wins that raffle and um she's like online friends like twitter friends with like a monster girl from that side and so then like when she comes over she hangs out with her Um, and they go to, like, this magic shrine to, like, hang out and fuck around and be teenagers, and then, um, they spend too long there, and the gate closes, and the girl gets stuck on that side, Okay, cool. and so it becomes, like, uh, like, they're t they have to figure out how to reopen the gate because she can't stay there because eventually, like, it'll kill her. <laughs> Oh, shit. um, yeah, so the whole thing is you, at first it's you trying to figure out Um, and it's out now, so I have it, and I've been playing it. I'm at, the, like, the, the final boss of the game. Um, and so the whole concept is basically, like, you figure out that the only way to open the gate is to, like, solve these shrines, and so that's where the match three stuff comes in, because, like, there's enemies in the shrines, and so to do magic, you have to, like, match up at least three of the same rune. Um, the combat's a little wonky. I'll say I don't love it. I think that between like the the way that the board is laid out sometimes makes it really hard to like dodge enemies and sometimes it feels like you can't avoid them no matter what you do. And then too, it's just a little bit clunky feeling, especially cuz like you can move runes around to like make to to make a 3 or a 4 or whatever, but like sometimes it feels really slow or like It just takes longer than it should for it to go off, and then you get hurt. Um, so yeah, so like it's, I don't know. I think it's fun still, and I think it's charming. It just there's spots where like the combat makes it hard to progress, cause it's kind of clunky and awkward. Um, but the art is fucking incredible, and I really like all the characters. Like they're all very well written and like funny, and they all feel like believable as teenagers. So yeah, I am, I am, like, the combat in this last part is, like, fucking rough, and I'm, like, really, really stuck, um, which is a bummer, but I do still...
like it. Yeah, I'm I'm looking at like the character art for this and these are all like sick as fuck. Like I'm really digging like the Ram Skull man. Like he looks yeah really neat i really love that but they're that's horace he's an asshole oh of course i pick the asshole i'm not surprised <laughs> but <laughs> oh there's also a there's a, i won't spoil which one it is but there is also a gay character oh fucking great i love this i love a game <laughs> with representation um yeah this game looks really fun and the developer do you know who it's by fuck i don't remember i can look it up real quick let's see in the world next door all right this one is by rose city games so yeah oh that's so cool okay nice i'm really digging like all the art in this there's a lot of fan art too people really love this this is great Wow. Yeah, no, the characters are all great. Like, I adored it. <laughs> oh, and there's, like, I cosplayers, too. Oh, was, not as clunky. That was better, yeah. Oh, man. All right, cool. Thank you so much, Caitlin. Uh, <laughs> Jess, what do you have next on your list? Okay, so the next one I'm going to talk about, because it was, like, one of the ones that took me aback the most, I guess, mm-hmm. is World of Horror. Um, which was pretty neat. Uh, the developer for that is Panstaz, um, and it's published by Easebreed Games, uh, which they do uh like the the drinking cyber type games. It's like a uh, what Valhalla and uh, Nirvana, um, are the the two other games that they've published. Um, but World of Horror is it's it's kind of a horror it's a horror game as the name would imply. <laughs> World of horror, kind of a horror game. Kind of a horror game. Um, but it's it's so it's okay, so the whole thing was done in Microsoft Paint. <laughs> uh which is crazy to me. Um it's it definitely relies kind of on the look of like old school Japanese horror. Uh, like the Junji Ito stuff, and it's also kind of Lovecraftian as well. Um, it's it has this this it's I guess kind of a, a like a roguelite, um, but it has turn based combat just to kind of give you an idea of the mechanics. Everything is in black and white, um, and the whole it's it's just kind of it's a lot of like body horror. It's a lot of um, occult stuff it, it's kind of it's my type of horror because i'm not necessarily into like you know zombies and gore and and all of that stuff and and like i don't i don't know like torture porny type stuff you know i'm kind of i've always been one of those people who i'm more about the slow burn and it's definitely more of that and it's just more disturbing than anything else and like the fact that it is um all in black and white and like the soundtrack is kind of eerie and it takes place in like this small seaside Japanese town. Um, it, it's, it's like legitimately kind of scary, <laughs> but it was really fun to play. Um, yeah, I don't know. Oh, a spooky game. Mm. A spooky game. I'm not even like a spooky <laughs> game person. Yeah. Too, so. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking at stuff right now for it. It does look fun. I'm not a spooky game person either because I, uh, I'm not good, <laughs> but this looks this looks really intriguing. I'm really digging this a lot. 
And it's more of like, um, you know, because I think one of the things that like scares me with with spooky games is uh, having to actually like control your character. <laughs> Yeah. Like, I'll be playing like Resident Evil. I'll be like, okay, I'm gonna move now. I'm gonna move now, and I'm just standing there. Yeah. Um, but with this, it's, it's all like text based, so it's it's not quite as um debilitating because of that. <laughs> yeah. No, you're absolutely correct. Oh, nice. This is cool. What studio was it from again? Uh, it is from. So the developer is Panstas, and uh, the publisher is Easebreed. Okay. Cool. Thank you so and much. I think it's- Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I was—I was say I think it's the first game from that dev. Um, but yeah. Oh my gosh, the first game! Oh, they opened <laughs> up in the world. This is great. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that makes me so happy. Um, okay, awesome. Thank you so much, Jess. Um, of course. Yeah, Caitlin, what's the next game on your list? So the next game on my list is Ghoul Britannia which is by Binary Space. And so it's like an old school adventure game style game. Mm-hmm. And it's a zombie apocalypse game. And uh, so basically it's like Brexit happens. And it's said in England. So Brexit happens. And because of that and because of all the anti-immigrant like shit that comes along with that, uh the UK runs out of like labor force like there's just not enough people to do everything so they the government basically creates zombies to do labor and to do all the jobs that they don't have enough people to do anymore mhm and of course it goes horribly awry and so you you can choose between one of two characters one of them is her name is hope and she is a survivor, and she's trying to make it back to her uh, her family. And then the other one is, uh, I don't remember his first name, but his last name is Gory. And he is a dude who is clearly a zombie, but he does not realize it yet. Um, and he's also retained sentience, and he doesn't know why, because the other ones don't have it. Um, and so for the demo that I played, you could only pick between one or the other. So I played as Gory and um, it was fun. I really suck at adventure games, so I did struggle a little bit with some of the puzzles. Um, but I think that the story is intriguing. I like I like the idea of like, what if Brexit causes zombie apocalypse? Um, and it really does set up a compelling thing of like I know it's kind of tropey to be like oh like the one zombie who like still has a memory or whatever but um they set it up in a way that's compelling enough um that I was intrigued by it and especially like the situation that you end up in is like extremely wild and um like I don't want to spoil it but you go to a zoo um and what you find there is, like, super fucking bananas. And based off of, like, where it left off, I'm like, damn, I really want to keep playing this and find out what the fuck is going on. Oh, that's so neat. Oh, boy. Yeah, no, just the whole, like, idea of that game is, like, really, like, it's a little spooky, but it's also, ah, oh, I don't know, it's really cool. Very, very original. Yeah, that is a really cool idea. 
Yeah, the art is super cool too because like all the backgrounds are like hand drawn, but the characters themselves are three D, and it's kind of grotesque, but like it works because it's like, you know, a zombie game. Oh yeah, and the main character, if I remember correctly, it's a person of color, right? Yeah, the the lady is a black woman. <laughs> I love representation. This is great. Um, okay, cool. All right, and sorry, what was the studio again? Uh, binary space. Binary space. Okay, nice. And I know earlier on, um, you did write a piece about it during the weekend, correct? Like during PAX East. Yeah, I wrote a preview of it. Nice. Yeah, if you guys uh want to check that out, please check our site. It's a really good piece. Um, okay, cool. Thank you so much, Caitlin. Um, Jess, what is the last game on your list? Uh, okay, so Super Crush KO is developed and published by Vertex Pop, which their uh, game that was before this is uh, Graceful Explosion Machine. Mm-hmm. Um, it is very fun. It's uh, It describes itself as a fast-paced brawler. Um, it takes place in kind of a city that's like looks a little bit like maybe Earthbound-ish. Like, not the overall art, but just like the city reminds me of that. Mm. Um you play as this, like, the art's super cute. It's all very pastel. Um, but you play as this girl who, and this was funny. See, I just, like, I love talking to the people who, and this is because I'm an art nerd, but I like, like, just, I like talking to people who do art and stuff like that. Um, and the person who did the art was there at PAX as well. And I remember, like, going up to them and I'm like, oh, my gosh, the main character reminds me of Sailor Jupiter. And they were like, oh, my gosh, she, like, like what's so funny is – or, okay, no, I, it wasn't the art person who was there. It was somebody who, who just, like, was friends with the art person. And uh, he, he was like, the art person tells me to tell people that she's inspired by Sailor Jupiter because, like, that was, like, what she was going for. Um, and I'm like, yeah. He's like, I haven't seen Sailor Moon, so I don't know. But, like, that's cool that someone said it. It's going to make her whole day. So, oh, that's um, so sweet. <laughs> yeah but she's very sailor jupiter just kind of like she has like that long brown ponytail but like super cute outfit like shorts and these like i don't know like little boots or converse or something like that um and she just i don't know it's it's a cute little game um the whole thing is pretty fast pace um it's a, a run and gun type thing um you kind of have to to juggle enemies um jump around and yeah it's it's usually i'm i usually tend to be someone who's more interested in like story based games um and things like that but i played this game and i just i had a lot of fun with it um i i really liked how it ran i liked the juggling i liked the weapons um i liked how it looked so it was it was a cool game awesome thank you so much jess that sounds like a really like yeah. neat game oh that's really neat i have to see this freaking sailor jupiter inspired oh it seems really nice <laughs> cool uh kaylin what is the last game on your list so the last game on my list is astrologaster um which okay so technically i did see this game at pax i didn't get to play it though but it's out now and i have been playing it currently i also have a weird story about it that i'm going to now tell you <laughs> I can't wait. Weird stories. Heck yeah. So when I was waiting in line to play After Party, someone like walked up behind me and was like, oh, is this the line for After Party? And I was like, yeah. And like, she looked familiar, but I didn't really know who she was. So I was just like, oh, whatever. So I was like fucking around on my phone. And then Chloe and our our friends, Chloe and Ben and um, Ben's girlfriend all showed up. 
And so I was like talking to them and it was whatever. And then Jared, our other friend Jared showed up and he looked at the girl next to me. And he was like, hey, you're someone from Polygon, right? And I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Shit. I've just been being an idiot this whole time. Good. So then we started like all talking to her or whatever. And then as we were waiting in line, the line for after party was so long. Um, but at one point she was talking to me and she told me, she's like, oh yeah, there's this game where you like play as like a medieval doctor who diagnoses people through astrology and you have to like deal with the consequences of that. And I was like, what the fuck? That sounds rad as hell. And she was like, yeah, it's called Astrologaster. You should check it out. And I was like, okay, cool. Totes. And then, um, so that's how I met someone to rush for it. And, <laughs> um, and so then I went to the booth and they were like super, super packed when I went. So I just like didn't end up having time to play it. But the notion of that stuck with me. So it came out, uh, I think last week. So I snagged it this past weekend and I have been playing it mm. and it's fucking cool. Um, so what exactly is the little gameplay of it? Like, what's the summary? So it's like, it's it's a, basically a visual novel in, like, setup because, I mean, yeah, it just pretty much is. Um, and it's all, so it's a musical. Um, like, the framing of it, it's all, like, kind of church-sounding singing to introduce every character and to, like, set up the main story. Mm-hmm. Um, which basically, like, you play as this quote-unquote doctor who, uh, it's set during the bubonic plague, plague, so it's, like, 1348 or something, I think, and, um, he gets sick with the plague and then uses astrology to cure himself, and so then he's like, oh shit, I should do this for other people, so he cures the plague using his concoction that he's made and so then after that you play as him when all these people show up and so like there's a bunch of different clients who come to you with like different things and you use astrology to diagnose them and then based on what you diagnose them with you have to like keep dealing with them and you're also being hunted down by like the true medical academy because they're like yo you are not a doctor my guy um oh wow and so so every time, so like the whole main setup is sung, and then every time a character shows up to be treated, there's a song, and two, all of the art is like paper, and it's like a pop-up book. That sounds pretty cute. I, I, I'm like looking at it right now. It's really cool. It's so cool. And like, I'm playing it on my laptop, and my laptop is a touchscreen, and so every time you um, need to progress... You like turn the page, so I'm over here like like touching my screen to turn the page, and it's really cool. I like it a lot. Oh, that's so neat! Oh, oh, I kind of want to play this. This, this you like, should. It's also only ten bucks. So. Oh, that's so good. That's such a good price. But yeah, I'm so sorry about earlier in your story. Uh, that must have been like a big like. Oop, I fucked up moment. Yeah, it, was, <laughs> it was like awkward. I was like ah. There was one point where I just looked at her and I was like, sorry I was weird and didn't introduce myself. We were just kind of chilling. And she's like, yeah, no, it's fine. And I was like, dope. <laughs> oh. I remember you telling me that after it happened. Oh, <laughs> I man. Was like, ah, I gotta go. 
Oh my gosh. Okay, nice. Oh my gosh, all of these games are I'm a bit overwhelmed because they sound all really cool. Um shit, I wish I was big money bags and I can just play them and buy them all. Um but yeah, no, thank you guys so much. Uh, I appreciate this and I'm really happy that you guys had a fun time at PAX. Thank you for having me on. This is super cool. It's it's fun to talk about these. Yeah. Thanks for hostessing with the most of seeing Monty. Oh my oh, god. Yeah. Oh, I am blushing. I feel good. Uh, <laughs> and that wraps up this month's playlist here on Indie Mixtape. Uh, Jess, where can we find you? Uh, you guys can find me over at, um, or on Twitter, I should say, at Jessicogs, and that is J E S S A C O G S. And Caitlin, where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter at CG and 8Rs. And you guys can follow me over on Instagram and Twitter at 3DSBoy. The 3 is spelled out. Indie Mixtape is a product by Your Geeky Gal Pal, where you can find all your social media under Your Geeky Gal Pal or YourGeekyGalPal.com. If you'd like to join us and chat with us with friends, make sure you join our Discord. The link will be in the show notes. And don't forget to rate and review us. It Helps tons and we appreciate it so much. Yeah. That's it. Bye bye. 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 Welcome to Got It Memorized, a Kingdom Hearts recap podcast trying to make sense of this mess before Kingdom Hearts 3 comes out. You might even figure out what's going on, maybe. I'm Wheels. I'm Joe. On our show, we like to dive deep into the franchise's most pressing questions. Like, why is Kyrie never allowed to have any fun? How much did they have to pay to get Jesse McCartney to yell into a microphone about homework? How did Ventus get so small? Is Syx a twink? Why are all these main characters just the same boy? What are midi-chlorians? What did Sora's mom make for dinner? Is Tron woke? Why does darkness smell so bad? Are drive forms queer? Why doesn't Organization 13 own any pajamas? Is Aerith a cop? How many deaths is Mickey Mouse personally responsible for? Where do baby heartless come from? <laughs> what is Pete? Is Xena warrior princess a nobody? Find us on your favorite podcast app. Got, Got it. it memorized? memorized? That's the name of the show. <laughs>